And it sure is this candle burn And if you're lost Begged you Finished you Saw you Hello, welcome to Prince Track by Track. I'm your host, Darren, and today we're going to be talking about I Like It There from Chaos and Disorder. Recorded late 1994 at Paisley Park and released on the 9th of July 1996. On the track you have The New Power 3, uh, Prince, Michael B, Sonny T. They uh, obviously recorded a lot of stuff together for The Undertaker, um, which was around the same time. So I'm guessing this track probably was part of a project around the same time as The Undertaker. Uh, the track itself is 3 minutes 15, and joining me to talk about it today is Victor Azevedo. Hello, Victor. Hey, Darren. Um, and in terms of a genre, um, I don't know what to say. Let's, I mean, rock, I guess, kind of fits with all the songs on Chaos and Disorder, um, as far as I'm concerned. You know, it, it feels like Prince kind of doing a rock album, um, you know, mostly kind of getting back to his roots. You know, you've only got Prince with the guitar and vocals, and then Michael B on the drums and Sonny T on bass. So, you know, it's about the most kind of basic band that Prince kind yeah. of ever put together. Um, you know, uh, so I, I for me, I guess you could say it's a rock song, um, you know. Def- yeah, definitely. Definitely. Because the other thing is, too, maybe he was watching all the grunge bands, but it was all three pieces. Maybe he thought he'd want to do that as well. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I've said this before, but I don't think grunge ever kind of um, entered Prince's life. No. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> I, I think that kind of in terms of musical genres around this time, I think Prince probably was only kind of concentrating on, you know, um, getting out of his contract. So I, d- I don't think he really was kind of paying that much attention to kind of other artists. Um, although, I mean, you know, there there is there are some kind of later songs around this same time where he kind of refers to like D'Angelo and stuff. And I do know that's like one of the few artists of Prince ever kind of publicly expressed um you know a like for and i'm I, by by that i mean kind of newer artists you know obviously he you know he worked with like stevie wonder and kate bush and other people like that so he obviously liked them but yeah like uh you know the kind of it's very it's very rare that prince kind of put himself into the contemporary music scene in a way that other artists sometimes did um so you know i, I doubt that kind of grunge was even anywhere near his mind at this point i think so yeah but yeah, yeah. this it is there's a straight rock song it's like this if you're a fan of guitars, this is your this is your song. Guitar solos, riffs. There's I don't know what the technical term is where he just basically rakes the hand up and down, basically up and down the fretboard, like at every yeah. every like at the end of the start of every verse. If you're a guitar yeah. fan, this is the pretty much the Prince song. Like in this period, is this is the big song for the guitarist? Definitely. Yeah, and you know it's worth saying that obviously when he was when he was in this kind of three piece band, um, you know, on Undertaker, he did a he did a couple of cover versions. You know, he did Honky Tonk Woman and stuff like that. So obviously, you know, the the kind of maybe the thought of just having the three of them was to maybe get back to more of a kind of rock based roots. Um, you know, something that Prince kind of hadn't really done. I would say since Purple Rain. You know, like. He'd crossed over with Purple Rain and kind of rock music, and then since then he'd he'd occasionally done a rock song, but he hadn't really kind of gone back to you know kind of guitar led stuff. Um, you know, always always kind of a keyboardist around. Um, you know, Doctor Fink obviously for a number of years, um, and then and then kind of uh, you know uh, Tommy Barbarella with the uh, the Purple Axe uh, trademark. Um, so you know, here there's no keyboards to impinge upon the song, um, and. Uh, you know, there's mostly just Prince singing as well. 
Yeah, look, definitely no Claire Fisher in this one either. <laughs> no. Um, and we start with Prince saying, anyone can tell I love you. Anyone can tell I care. Twice an hour I'm thinking of you. Around your waist, I want to be there. And that's kind of has like a very kind of like, you know, it's kind of got just like kind of arpeggio guitar underneath it. Um, before you kind of the whole band comes in and Prince sings, on your heavenly body, I swear. I like it there. Um, and, you know, kind of this structure of the song of like kind of, um, you know, Prince singing the verses and then kind of everyone dropping out and Prince just saying the words, I like it there, um, you know, pretty much goes throughout the whole song, um, you know, and Prince saying anyone can see what's come over me. Um, don't you know, it's because of you. I'm in a daze, uh, but that's the way it's got to be. Let me count the ways I'm digging you, baby. Uh, I hope you're digging me, too. And then, of course, we get back, you know, just a repetition of I like it there. Uh, as the chorus, um, and Prince finishing with "On Your Heavenly Body," I swear, I like it there. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's just—it's a love song. It's a total love song to this woman. He is totally infatuated <laughs> with this person, and I love the fact that I think we've definitely talked about it in other podcasts, and you've mentioned another one—the word of dig. He loves that yeah. word, doesn't he? And he's using it a lot in this song. That's for sure, because <laughs> it's like yeah. he's not saying "I love," "I'm not," "I don't love you." I'm digging you, and that's just kind of like it's a little bit, maybe a little bit higher than love, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, and the, I mean, the fact that, you know, the title of the song is I Like It There, you know, the kind of I Like It, which, you know, gets repeated a lot of times when we get to the kind of the middle eight. I mean, you have this kind of breakdown where Prince says, uh, can I count the ways I'm digging you? I hope you're digging me too. And then we get a guitar solo, um, and underneath we have the I Like It, almost repeated like a sample. Um, and then we kind of get the build-up with the drums and everything coming back in, and that's right, on your heavenly body, I swear, I like it there. And then possibly my favourite bit of the song, which is yes, um, um, <laughs> with, a, with mostly just the drums underneath, Prince sings, every damn day I please you, what can I say Shakespeare hasn't said before? And I mean, I mean it's quite funny that, you know, then what Prince describes is possibly <laughs> something that Shakespeare I don't think would ever describe because... Half the words used probably weren't around during Shakespeare's time, um, you know. And we get this, we get this kind of sample in the background of Prince singing "Uwiu, Uwiu" over and over again, as he sings like an embryo baby. Don't abort this dire need for you. All my emotional jacklets on the floor, um, and with a little echo of "on the floor" kind of in the in the background. And, and he says, "And what's more, what's more, on your heavenly body, I swear, baby, I swear, I swear, I like it there." Um, and you know. As as we kind of go to the end of the song, we have kind of the I like it there being repeated almost like a sample, um, you know, just kind of at the beginning of each line. And Prince kind of um, it sounds like he's kind of just improv where he says, don't think I don't when I do, girl. And it's like, you know how much I love you more than I love my hair. Um, and then he says, I like it there. I like it there. Um, and we finish with the song with Prince singing on your heavenly body, I swear. And then we go, I like it there. And then I believe we finish with a gong hit. Yes, we do. Um, <laughs> yes, we yeah. do. Now, because I was going to say about that that part of the song, part that makes me smile every time I hear it, it's just that build up, and it's just amazing. I love it. Like I'm just ah. Uh, Maybe you said. Maybe you said. It, I went. Oh, that is the best bit in the song. I don't know why. <laughs> it's the lyrics make no sense, kind of. But look, it's Prince. Not every time, you know. Not Prince is never always making sense all the time. It, I mean, and the thing is as well, kind of like, um, I mean, using like Shakespeare as a standard for, you know, how good someone is at writing or something, you know, it's kind of, I mean, you, you, you never imagine Prince as someone who went to high school, though, of course, you know, he was, uh, 
he was on the high school basketball team and apparently was, you know, quite the star. So, but at the same time, you don't imagine him in lessons being taught about Shakespeare. So, like, the fact that he, he says something about Shakespeare in this song is just kind of, it's just a bit unusual. Um, you know, not that Prince has, has never kind of mentioned anything, but he's just not a singer who does kind of, like, references. And so the fact that he kind of, you know, says that here, it's kind of like, well, it's an odd way to get into this whole thing about emotional ejaculate. And, you know, like an embryo, don't abort this dire need for you. You know, like, it's it's kind of just a weird way to kind of back into that. Um, but, yeah, you know, and as always, I, I love a song that finishes with a title. Um, but then also the title with a gong hit is, yeah. you know, it's Prince kind of like throwing the kitchen sink at this song. <laughs> it's, it's like... <laughs> You know, he, he has he has kind of everything kind of, you know, the, the kind of the build up at the start and then kind of, you know, each time he says I like it there, kind of everything drops out, um, you know, and then the fact that he finishes with, um, you know, the, the on your heavenly body, I swear, um, and then just finishing off with a gong hit after I like it there, you know, like everything's kind of been thrown at this album in terms of, you know, the production. A lot of the songs have got like a lot, you know, for a, an album that is you know purporting to be something that was only intended for private use prince was doing a lot of work on all these songs yeah um you know and and it kind of he even went to the trouble of making a video for i like it there which so far has not been released uh kind of in any form and it, you know it is just essentially you know prince uh, with slave on his cheek as as always uh sunny t you know on the bass michael b on the drums and they're basically just performing in this kind of white space with you know various kind of like lights and stuff and you know it's just essentially a performance of the song um you know not quite as political as the same december uh which you know <laughs> features a lot of kind of uh weird kind of imagery and stuff um but yeah you know and and i mean in terms of, you know, like, um, you know, this album, I mean, I feel like, you know, the fact that Prince kind of used it to get out of the contract is something that kind of, um, you know, sticks with some people. Um, but, you know, I I enjoy kind of the fact that Prince was willing to be like, I want to get out of this. I want to get out of this contract. So let's find, you know, 11 songs and let's put them out on an album and. Uh, you know, let's let's kind of throw everything at the wall and, and see what sticks. And, you know, I kind of I kind of enjoy, you know, the, the fact that this song, even though this is meant to be a contractual obligation, it still feels like he's trying something and he's doing a few kind of like different things on here. Yeah, this like this song is just fun. It is. That's all. It is fun. The gong at the end even makes it more fun. Like it's like this this song is really rock song. And all of a sudden that we ch- it is kind of cheesy that gong sound at the end is incredibly cheesy but as you said this is you know it is the contractual obligation but look prince is we know prince is a perfectionist he's not going to do things by half measures so even if this song is a throwaway song and this album is essentially a throwaway album he's still he's still not going to just give people crap he wants to make sure that what he's going to record and what's going to go after people even if it's just throwaway it's still going to be you know a, you know him at a hundred percent he's not going to just go oh no i'm just going to you know I'm just going to um right you know just walk it in no problems that's what he's going to do he 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 might he, i don't think he has he has too much pride to actually set out said that something that isn't a hundred percent and him in there as i said it's still a throwaway song but it's still it's just incredibly fun because i said i was listening to this in the car uh driving around this morning and just 
people in the next cars would not have been happy with how loud it was. It was like, the, <laughs> like I had the windows up and the mirrors were shaking. And you know, look, I'm a, you know, I'm a man of my, in mid forties driving a very sensible small car. So seeing this loud music coming, like basically the window shaking in my car, I don't care. This song's bloody amazing. And if we're going to ratings, uh, this is a five for me. I love this song. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me personally, I think I couldn't go any higher than a four. And I just, be- I think that's because, um, you know, I mean, I-, I like a song that kind of maybe does something a, a little kind of different. And this, it, just to me, it feels like Prince, not by numbers, but... You know he's he's kind of he's kind of done rock stuff before, and this album has a lot of this kind of stuff on as well. Um, although ironically, I rock therefore I am is kind of not really that much of a rock song. So, uh, but it feels it kind of feels like Prince. You know, particularly some of the lyrics, it's kind of like well, it feels like he maybe could have given him another pass. Um, you know, so for me, I, I can't really go any higher than a four. Uh, you know, interestingly enough, you know, Prince basically kind of denied the existence of Chaos and Disorder for a while. And he didn't really perform most of the songs off this album. Um, but with this song, you know, in kind of 1998, he performed it a little bit on tour. And then the same kind of like a decade later, 2006, 2007. And then when, you know, he, he kind of had Third Eye Girl, um, they started performing it. Um, you know, kind of in 2012. And then when they were touring in 2013, 2014, you know, this was kind of in the set list quite regularly. So, um, but then, you know, the kind of the the configuration of Third Eye Girl kind of suits itself to a song like this. Um, you know, whereas, you know, some, some of the more kind of complex print songs possibly didn't suit that kind of smaller band. Um, you know, and also it's worth saying, you know, that there's a... It, there's a lot of times when I talk about when Prince performed songs, you know, he, he wasn't really touring from like, you know, 2000 through to 2011, like that much, you know, like you had like musicology and stuff like that. But, you know, there's a lot of years where he basically wasn't performing stuff live at all. Yeah, but I still think it's interesting that this is one of the songs where he was like, you know, this this whole kind of originally intended for private performance label that he deliberately put on this. And, and uh, you know, I, I think I think it's interesting that he he, he kind of, um, start performing this song again, um, you know, and, and uh, obviously if, if Third Eye Girl, you know, who we've got to remember were, I don't know, like a third of Prince's age, um, you know, if they would have heard this song when they were younger, so there's a chance that maybe they just enjoyed this song and kind of Prince brought it back because, you know, he enjoyed performing it with them. Because yeah. there's this really cool, uh, there's a really cool video, it, just on YouTube, there's a video of Third Eye Girl doing this song. So it was like some, I, I was looking at it today and it is really, really, it's a great performance, but it's this, yeah, but it's like, it's not taped, like it's actually, it was, I think it was a technically an official release through MPG, but I think it was, it was available for a bit and then it disappeared. Now, of course, it's back because, um, you know, uh, I should say, obviously, you know, at this point, people aren't really covering Prince songs. Uh, we're about to start, you know, an album where Prince actually started covering other people. Um, so, you know, I, I, other than kind of Third Eye Girl performing it, you know, I, I wasn't really able to find anyone kind of covering this song. I mean, I can't, I, the thing is, even if you were kind of like a, a Prince tribute act, uh, I would imagine to perform some of the stuff from like the Revolution days, you'd have to be a fairly big band. And, uh, I can't imagine half of your band wanting to sit quiet while, while you perform this very kind of smaller band effort. Um, so I couldn't even imagine like Prince tribute acts performing this. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I mean, 
I think that this album has, you know, a few really good songs on it. I enjoy this song quite a lot. And I think, you know, obviously Prince, you know, you're talking Michael B and Sonny too, who at this point have, you know, known Prince for quite a few years. And, you know, as a three piece, they are quite tight. You know, it, I would advise anybody to go out there and find the stuff they did for The Undertaker because, you know, that is just literally these three guys and, you know, Prince, you know, it's kind of just, it's a very kind of loose performance and Prince is kind of just enjoying himself. You know, there's, there's a few songs which I've already talked about um, but I think at this point you know I think as a band uh, it would have been interesting if Prince had gone on tour with just these two guys but I don't know how that would have played in arenas just to have kind yeah. of a drummer and a bassist and Prince um, you know I don't think that would have suited Prince I think he needs a bigger band just to kind of so that he can kind of break things out and kind of do do more of his songs I think I think it's a testament as well to how kind of tight that you know Michael B and Sonny T had got with Prince and how tightly they worked as a band that you know Prince felt comfortable just kind of going into the studio and you know recording a song like this which you know does kind of rely on a lot of kind of stop starts and you know instruments coming in and out um, you know, and so I, I think it's at least a testament that th at this point Prince had a number of people he'd been working with, you know, for a few years since since kind of, you know, 1990. And he kind of trusted them to be able to kind of uh, kind of do kind of different styles of songs. Uh, but, yeah, you know, this is this is mostly a rock album. And, you know, so like being a rock song on a rock album, it doesn't really help you stand out that much. Um, you know, apart from the fact that when Prince sings the word there, he kind of <laughs> he has a kind of weird emphasis on, you know, when he says I like it there. Um, but yeah, so I feel like we said about as much as we can about I like it there. So uh, let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Victor? Uh, I left nothing to plug for me. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Trap by Track or on Twitter for Prince Podcast. Or you can email us. Not sure why you would at Prince Trap by Track at gmail.com. Thanks for being my guest here, Victor. Thanks, Darren. And otherwise, I like it there. <laughs>